Me, James, I'm back. You thought I died, didn't you? Still here. Oh my god, James! That's, that's good, good news. Oh, go to hell. Yeah, I just realized it's been like two and a half months, months, since my last podcast. James, why did you repeat months? Because I wanted to make sure that I said it correctly. For all you grammar Nazis out there. Months. Months. Okay? Not months. Months. You know, I get in arguments with my wife about stupid shit like this. Not really arguments. Just petty indifferences. I, when she says... Okay. Oh, God. I, I got myself started. When she says... Clothes. And I say, no, it's clothes. It's not clothes. It's clothes. Everyone says clothes. I'm like, then everyone says it incorrectly. It's clearly clothes. When you go to the store, you go look for clothing, not closing. It's fucking clothes. All right. Oh my God, James. You really make a big deal out of that. Oh, I feel so sad for your wife. Yeah, you know, me too. Believe me. It's dumb shit like that that gets me going. Clothes. Ugh. Oh, you know what? I throw off my whole train of thought. Well, that's what will happen if you don't uh, play the game for two and a half months. That's right. Months. But oh boy, I have an excuse. I have been busy. A busy little bee. If you don't move that's from, I'll give you $5. That's from Gladiator, James. Fuck! Put it on my tab. All right. Today is November. Hold on. I already forgot. November 2nd. 2017, the year of our Lord. Um, yep, I missed the, the Halloween episode, which is my favorite. I missed it. I mean, I, I guess I still could record one another week or two and put that out, but would it be worth it? Would people care? <laughs> At that point, it would be Thanksgiving. Ah, uh, who gives a fuck? Happy Halloween, everybody. Boy, did I have a shitty Halloween. This is probably the worst Halloween I've ever had. Well, I won't say that because, um, I'll say in the last decade, worst Halloween. It all went wrong. I usually have my tradition. I take the kids into uh, Uptown Whittier and we go trick-or-treating. And you've already heard this before if you've listened to the show in the past. But the reason I like Whittier is because the whole neighborhood comes alive at night. There's uh, absolutely zero street lights, which is awesome. A shit ton of kids. I'm talking hundreds of kids. And that might sound terrible to some of you, but for me... That's kind of funny, right? Coming from me. I usually like hate crowds and don't like people. But for Halloween, you got to get in. You got to go to a place with a lot of. Come on. Why not? Let me tell you why. First of all, it makes the whole thing more fun. You get to see all these cool costumes. And uh, if you uh, <laughs> get to see uh, women in scantily clad outfits. <laughs> but not me because I'm happily married. But, you know, if you're into that kind of thing, that's something you could also uh, really enjoy. Yeah, and you get to see all the cool costumes. Uh, it's just more fun. 
and then people get into it over there. It's a really old neighborhood, so all the houses look pretty cool. Um, yeah, and then afterwards, to get back to where I live, I take this uh, drive through a very, very dark and creepy canyon, which is said to be haunted. Who knows? But <laughs> last year, uh, my reportings, uh, if you haven't heard the show, this is brand new information to you. It's going to be very exciting. Last year, coming home through that dark canyon, there was some fucking weirdo walking in the road. And at this point, I mean, there's hardly any cars on this road and it's all, you know, it's dark. But at this point, this car was coming in the opposite direction and the lights were shining. That's how I saw him. And he fucking threw something at that car, I think to mimic like him getting hit and the car stopped. And I'm like, fuck this. I don't know what this guy's up to, but we took off and uh, that was pretty creepy. So anyway, and then we, used, then we go to In-N-Out. That's like our whole tradition. But this year, none of that happened. No cool whittier trick-or-treating. No cool costumes. No scaring kids from me. No driving through creepy canyons. No In-N-Out. No Halloween music. None of it. James, is this because your kids don't want to be around you because they're sick of your bullshit? No, that's not why. Because of the fucking Dodgers in the World Series. That's right. The World Series. It was game six. Okay? And they could have been out or they could have advanced to a game seven. If you're already listening to this, that means it's, been, it's in the past and you already know the outcome. But here's the thing. Here's why I had the shittiest fucking Halloween ever. For one thing, after I came home from work, I had the shits. Okay? And it wasn't good. It hurt. And that's because I got a weak ass stomach because yes, I'm half Mexican, but the Mexican part of me is not my stomach because those Mexicans, you know, they're Mexicans. They can eat chiles just straight up and doesn't do anything to them. Like my father-in-law, he just sits around eating, eating fucking spicy chilies. No big deal. And he doesn't have nasty shits, but me and my stupid white blood, it makes my little tummy precious and delicate. So if I have anything spicy, it'll fuck me up. So the, the day before, we had uh, some amazing tacos. And uh, uh, did we? <laughs> we get these fish tacos from this place, and uh, we had some salsa left over. That's what it was. We had some salsa left over, and I used it on uh, some other food I had the night before. And it just got me the next day. I'm sure none of that was important at all, but now you know why I had the runs. Aren't you, don't you feel more satisfied and fulfilled? <laughs> Case closed. Yeah, so that's how I started after work. Then we go to uh, the in-laws because I don't have fucking DVR. I want to watch the game. Plus, I want to be a great dad and still take the kids trick-or-treating. So how do I win? The in-laws have DVR and are like, hey, yeah, we can record the game, go trick-or-treating with the kids, come back, and then watch the game. It's like, well, that's not what I like to do. I like to go to Whittier and do all my traditions. But I guess I can't do it this year. All right, because I love my kids and because I want to watch the game, I will uh, sacrifice. So we go, dude. My whole plan was to put on this crazy uh, skull makeup and be like a ghostwriter cowboy type guy. My wife started doing my makeup. My wife is a makeup artist from her previous job. So I'm just sitting there in the chair. She's going to town on me. We don't have uh, regular Halloween makeup. She's using actual makeup because <laughs> it's all very last minute. So... At one point, I look in a mirror. I'm like, what the fuck? She looked like she was giving me a goddamn makeover. 
like like a lady in a fucking chair. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm blending. It has to be blended so that this and this and that. I was like, no, I just wanted to be a skeleton, like a skull face, just white and black. Well, that's it. I'm blending it. You don't want to like blend it? I'm like, no, just white on my face and black around my eyes and the nose and little teeth lines. But I looked like she was giving me a, like a fucking prom <laughs> makeup job. Oh, I was so embarrassed. And then uh, I was like, yeah, let me just try it. So I started fucking around with it. And it just, the whole thing fell apart. So yeah, dude, my makeup was not pretty. I had to take it all off. Oh my God, James, it should have came to me. You know what? You're probably right. You're probably, you know, you probably would have really understood me. I think you really understand me. I'm deep inside you, James. On more than one level. Oh, God. So uh, that's strike two, everybody. And then uh, we go out to go trick-or-treating. And I'm not kidding, dude. There was zero people out. <laughs> <laughs> After a few minutes, there's like, you know, a couple stragglers came around. But there was like no, it, it was, it was the worst. There was nobody out. And my whole goal was, all right, just don't hear anyone talking about the fucking game or the score. All right. We left like in the sec- uh, top of the fourth inning, and it was, uh, I forgot the score, one to zero or something. And so I'm like, all right, just get through the trick-or-treating, get back, watch the game. So the whole time it was successful. No one talked about this one guy tried to. My, my mother-in-law's like, quiet, we don't want to hear nothing. So we finally get back to their house, and they got the game on, and then uh, my sister-in-law's there. And they were like, oh, back it up to the fourth inning. Why? Just start it right now. It's still the same score. I'm like, fuck! She fucking blew it! Now I know nothing exciting is going to happen in the next three or four fucking innings, right? The goddamn witch. Sabotage. So she gives me a bunch of shit. You know, and I'm like, hey, the whole plan was to watch, to go trick-or-treating and watch the game from when we left off. So you're just using us for our DVR? I was like, oh, God. Oh god, it must be it must be that time of the month. That's the only explanation I can give. I wanted to strangle her, but you know. <laughs> what could you do? So we back it up. We're watching from where we left off. Pretty pissed because I know that for the next three or four innings nothing's gonna happen. Still enjoying the game though. Then fast forward, like the eighth the, the middle of the eighth inning, the fucking recording ends. Do you know how much rage I felt inside of me at that point? It was all for nothing, boys and girls. The whole fucking thing. I could have just went trick-or-treating nearby where I live and then came home and finished watching the fucking game instead of putting all this effort in, you know? And I, the worst thing is I told them, oh, hey, can you make sure that you're recording after the game too? Because if it goes long, it won't record the whole thing. Oh, no, it'll pick it up. Yeah, we've done it before. This one will, yeah, it'll, it'll make sure it records the whole thing. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Nope. Ah! This shit's happened to my dad in the past. That's how I know about it. Because I never had a DVR because I don't have cable. Because <laughs> I'm a fucking loser. My dad used to record football games. Oh, get, get, get the whole game. Shit, God damn it. Son of a bitch. So that's how I know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Sad day, boys and girls. Well, and then the fucking Dodgers lose yesterday. Game seven. Goddamn. Heartbreaking. The 
put the goddamn Asian guy in pitch and, you know, you can't really rely on the Asians for much, especially for pitching, it turns out. I mean, I don't know why they didn't start Kershaw. I mean, you got the best pitcher in the whole fucking league and you don't want to utilize him. The most important game of the fucking series. But okay, what do I know? Put in the Asian guy that fucking blew it in game three. Sure. Makes sense to me. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry about that. I wasn't planning on bringing any of that stuff up. You know? Went pretty dark there. I guess the wound is still open and it's still hurting me. Oh, shit. But there was one funny thing that happened uh, while we were trick-or-treating. My, my, <laughs> my son, he was, uh, he was dressed up. He, just, he didn't want to be a superhero this year. You know, we went to the store. I'm like, hey, you want to be Spider-Man? No. Do you want to be uh, Ant-Man? I don't want to be a superhero. I want to be something different. I'm like, okay, you want to be a killer? Yeah. <laughs> I was just joking, but he was into it. And I, he wanted to carry a weapon and look like a psycho. So we wound up, uh, you know, I didn't spend any money on this kid's gift. We went to the fucking, um, what do you call it? Everyone's favorite Halloween shopping store. Oh, yeah, the Goodwill. We went there. We actually found a pretty killer mask. The skull mask with all these spikes on the forehead. And this knife for like a dollar. It was fucking sick. My wife gave him a, a, a lab coat. Then we had this old crazy gray wig. He looked like a fucking insane person. It was amazing. He had a chopped up fingers hung around his neck. So we walked to this one house. And this old white guy. Excuse me. Old white guy opened the door. Oh, man. Look at you guys. Wow, you look like a monster. And he goes, I'm supposed to be a killer. <laughs> and at that point, the old man made this weird face. And I was equally embarrassed and proud as fuck. Because, you know, you're proud because it's like, that's fucking awesome. That's funny. And then you're embarrassed because, you know, this guy probably thinks I'm a really shitty father. Like, what, you're letting your kid dress up as a fucking... As an insane killer, what is he, seven years old, huh? This innocent child, he's playing a murderer tonight. Yeah, that's what you're going with? Okay. That's your, uh, your choice as a parent? Good for you. <laughs> yeah, but fuck that guy, right? He just said, but fuck James. Ah! Yeah, dude. Um, and, and, and it really breaks my heart because they're getting older. And these last Halloweens should be pretty fucking epic. That only means next year I got to go really hardcore, you know? I got to go, so go way over the top next year. And uh, that, my friends, I promise you. You know what? I can't wait till I become an old bastard and the kids don't give a fuck about me anymore and they uh, want to go party with their friends and stuff. And I can actually hand out candy. But you know what I want to do one year? I want to make a really terrifying haunted house in my yard. And I want to scare the fuck out of kids. That's what I want to do. Maybe I'll join Forces Peterson. He's got, a, he's got a big crowd that goes in his neighborhood. There aren't too many kids around where I live because there's a whole lot of old Asian people <laughs> and uh, not too many young kids. So uh, me and Peterson, with our powers combined, I'll, uh, I'll be old as fuck, which means he'll be like in his 90s. And then I'll just head over there with, in my truck with a bunch of two by fours and some black sheets. And we'll, uh, we'll use his white sheets that he has from his KKK rallies and then we can uh, combine our forces and make something really terrifying. <laughs> Speaking of, kudos to Larry, Peterson's wife. I think she uh, 
murdered Halloween. No pun intended. And uh, won a bunch of costume co- contests. She made Peterson the Oogie Boogie Man from uh, A Nightmare Before Christmas. And uh, I applaud her because she covered up Peterson's face. And um, that's always a win, if you ask me. <laughs> and she looked like a pretty cool fucking mermaid. So good for you, Larry. You uh, succeeded where I horribly failed. Good for you guys. All right, let's move on to uh, some, some good news. Some triumph instead of some tragedy. Now, if you know, you might not know. If you don't listen to the show, like I said, this is all new and exciting if you haven't listened to the show before. But if you haven't, I really doubt you've gone this far because this has probably been a bunch of rambling and shit that you don't care about. But uh, here we go. And you know what? For the most part, if you do listen, it's probably the same. (laughs) So here is one year in the making, everybody. Well, not really, but close to it. I've been working on a goal for, uh, I'll say, the better part of this year. And... It came to D-Day, as far as that goal goes. Yet, you guessed it, the Mount Whitney hike. I've been training for this thing for, uh, what is it, six months? Months? Um, probably. I don't remember. It's been a lot, dude. I've, I've climbed a lot of fucking mountains in preparation for this thing. So we had uh, passes for permits for October 14th. Now, I'm going to talk to you guys like you don't know a goddamn thing about Mount Whitney because I sure didn't. And uh, so if I didn't, that means you don't. (laughs) No. So basically, everyone tries to get... uh, It's super popular hike. Everyone tries to get the uh, permits for the summertime. And I think they make a lottery because there's so many people and they want it to be more fair or some shit. So everyone wants to go in the summer. Obviously, because the weather is good. But uh, the snow actually doesn't all fully melt, I think, until like July something. So it's pretty... I don't want to be hiking in the snow. But, you know, I'm not even sure how much is up there. So anyway, we skipped all that. It was too late to go with the uh, lottery because, you know, we missed that. And we got got our permits like in March or something or April. I, I don't remember. But I think it starts in February. So we didn't get any of that stuff. So we were able to get, just buy straight up permits in October because less people want to go at that time. So we actually got it for a Saturday, which is rare. But um, yeah, so like 100 people they allow per day. Plus if you want to do overnight, that's a different amount of people. But So you can do this either a two-day backpacking trip or you can do it in one day. Now, my whole plan from the beginning was one day. And uh, this has always been, you know, it's got to be the most hardcore. I don't want to backpack this shit. This is the challenge. I learned about myself that I want to be fucking challenged. And I recently learned that Super Dick, Super Dick, 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 who did most of these practice hikes with me. Well, I won't say most. He did uh, a handful of them. And he went to Mount Whitney with me. He's not really into this extreme hiking, as he calls it. (laughs) Um... So I guess that's the, I don't know if that's what it's actually labeled, extreme hiking, but I, I'll go with that. So the hike is 22 miles long. The uh, elevation of Mount Whitney is 14,505 feet, and is, it is the tallest point in the lower 48. It's the tallest fucking mountain besides Alaska in the U.S. Alaska's got like six or more mountains that are way higher than that. 
even Denali, which is 20,000 feet. Woo! So basically, this is like, you know, the U.S. Lower 48 rite of passage as a hiker. Like, oh, yeah, I got to do Whitney. It's got to be done, right? So luckily, it's in California, for, and it's a lot easier for us to do it because it's a three-and-a-half-hour drive. But we've been doing all these practice hikes around here. We did that stupid, I did the six-pack of peaks. I'm the only one that completed that shit. That's how many people are not committed to this stuff. Like, you'll get one, pe- one person here, a handful of this one, and then uh, Super Dick couldn't make the last few because he was traveling and doing all this other shit. So I'm the only fucking guy that did the six-pack, and that was my goal, to have the six-pack done before Whitney. And I fucking did it. And I'm so proud of myself. You guys should all clap for me right now. I'll wait so you can give a little round of applause. James, you don't clap yourself. But sound effects. We're on the radio here. So the first one is uh, Mount Wilson at 6,000 something feet. Then Cucamonga Peak at like 8,900 something. This is all from memory, so forgive me. Next one's Mount Baldy, which is 10,068 feet. And then uh, San Bernardino, which is like 10,000 something, 800. I don't remember. It's 10,600? 400? <laughs> and then it goes to uh, San Jacinto, which is 10,800. Then it goes to San Gregonio, 11,400 feet. I did, I did San Gregonio by myself. And that was a pretty crazy fucking experience. Let me tell you. Uh, pretty wild shit. And, you know, I didn't see anyone for the first five hours. I didn't see one fucking soul out there. And it was kind of creepy. But, um. You know, I got it done. I started like in the wee hours of the morning all by myself. Kind of creepy because apparently there are bears around, but, you know, I don't fucking know. So, uh, yeah, got all that shit done. In the meanwhile, after besides those six pack of peaks, I did about another fucking half dozen other mountains around this area. Um, yeah, man, just been training my ass off. So nine days before Whitney, I did the, the final one, the San Gregonio. I was like, all right, now I'm going to take a break. Super dick. He didn't hike for two and a half months before Whitney. So uh, fast forward. The weekend of Whitney. I'm taking Thursday and Friday off of work. The hike's on Saturday. Now I'm going Thursday morning because I want to get acclimated to the elevation. They say to spend at least two nights up there. Um, at least 8,000 feet or higher. Just so the, the elevation doesn't fuck you. And it's just like a shock to your system. Because... Traveling from, let's just say you drive up the day of, you know, or a few hours before you hike, you just came from, you know, I live like what, a 600 feet above sea level. So if you drive up there, you're going from 600 feet up to 14,000 in one day. And it could be a complete shock to your body, depending on, you know, your biology and what your body can handle. Some people's not, they're not even affected, but I don't want to take that chance. So I got up there on Thursday, took the drive by myself. It was a nice fucking drive. Had a had a great time. <laughs> I get up there, get the permits from the from the visitor center. Then I drive straight up to the mountain because my philosophy is, hey, I want to get a great fucking campsite because I did reserve one online, but I was only able to get Thursday and Friday night, which would mean we'd have to wake up early on Saturday, early as fuck, pack all our shit, and then have all our gear in our trucks, you know, and then go do the hike and then have nowhere to go afterwards. Because, you know, I wasn't sure if I was going to be good enough to fucking go home or if I should get a room. I don't know what the fucking deal was. I, I would have liked to have slept in a nice bed and had a hot shower. So I was like, all right, well, if I can go down and get maybe a first come, first serve campsite, at least we'll have our shit and not to pack it up before we leave. 
And so I'm driving up to the campground. It's called Whitney Portal Campground, okay? Now I'm driving up there, up the road, and I see Whitney Family Campground, a sign. I'm like, hmm. All over the fucking internet, it said Whitney Portal. I got my confirmation. You, or you've got a site at Whitney Portal. So I'm like, this probably isn't it. So I drive right past it. Then I get to the end of the road, and there's the fucking Whitney hike. I'm like, okay. So I guess that might have been it. Let me go uh, double check. So I drive back. I go to the fucking campground, and I pull in. I stop at the goddamn motorhome, which is usually the camp manager. That's what they live. And I get out of my truck. Take a few steps, and this door opens. And this black dude walks out. He looks annoyed that I'm bothering him. <laughs> now, let me pause right there and give you a little backstory. I've already said this shit in the podcast before, but I'm going to regurgitate it because it'll make more sense. So, me and the family went up to uh, on this trip to Crater Lake in Oregon, came back down to Redwood in, in uh, Northern California. And while we're in Redwood, we went to this, this uh, secluded hike that you had to take this fucking private road and have a combination for a lock and all this shit and go down like five ten miles off this fucking uh, back road and i get to this trailhead or i can't tell if it is there's a bunch of cars parked there i didn't see any signs and there's this one dude putting his boots on and uh i ask him uh, you know I roll the window down hey uh sir is this the tall trees trail and he goes that's what the sign says like a fucking prick remember that story so that guy pissed me off, right? I was like, that son of a bitch. He could have just said, yeah, it sure is, right? How hard is it? Why do you got to be a fucking dick? Anyway, cut back to present time. Well, this is in the past still, but the Whitney story. So I'm at, the black dude comes out, looks annoyed. And I go, hey, how you doing, sir? Is this the Whitney Portal Campground? Guess what he tells me? That's what the sign says. I'm like, motherfucker, it's happening all over again. What's happening with these guys? If you get fucking, if you're in the woods, do you just like go crazy and become dick? Is there like a, a dick infection? I like that, James. Where, where's this at? Oh, God. What's with these fucking people? And I go, well, actually, it doesn't say portal on that sign. <laughs> yeah, man, you're in the right place. So he redeemed himself by laughing it off afterwards because the other guy sure didn't. <laughs> but I just had like a flashback and I wanted to fucking scream and laugh at the same time. And then I go, hey, um, so basically I wanted to ask you, I got a site already reserved, but it's only for Thursday and Friday. I'm wondering if you got something open for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday because, you know, we're going to do the hike on Saturday. I'll tell you what, man, just drive around. Whatever you see that doesn't have a sign is a first come, first serve, and you just take that, and I'll swap you out for Saturday. All right, cool. Thanks a lot. appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. And I drive away. Go find a killer fucking site, man. It's uh, it's the best one in the park that I found that wasn't taken. Had this beautiful stream right next to our campground, our campsite. Had this wonderful area you can put up your tents, a nice flat ground, because most of them don't have flat ground. Had a nice area to have your little fire instead of the picnic table. Had good enough parking for two. We needed three cars. So good enough parking for three cars. It was perfect. Beautiful fucking fall look around us with the yellow and the orange leaves. Fantastic. So I set up all of our shit all by myself. Had a great time. All by myself. Cool, brisk chill in the air. And then I go back into town, get myself some lunch, fill up my gas tank so I can drive home without worrying about it. All was right in the world. (laughs) Although, when I was filling up my gas tank, Someone texted me 
and I go into my phone, which is charging in the truck, and I open the door and I respond and I close the door. As soon as I close the door to my truck, it fucking knocks the goddamn. This never happened before in my whole life. It knocked the gas pump gun nozzle out of the truck and it falls onto my foot and gas sprays all over my shoe. <laughs> so uh, I had to take off those shoes and wear my hiking shoes the rest of the trip. But, uh, you know, no big deal. So, yeah, man, go back up there all by myself. I'm just hanging out. I actually had a good time by myself. I didn't think I would. I thought it was going to be a little weird, but, I, but you know, it was fun. I brought these uh, these camp uh, backpackers food that you just boil water and you add it to the pouch and you just cooks it in there. It's dehydrated. So uh, I just did that. Sat there in the, by the fire, but I got to tell you what, it was fucking cold that night. Woo-wee! Cold. I went to bed around 8 o'clock. I had these Netflix shows already downloaded, so I was in my sleeping bag, and I got pretty fucking comfy in about five minutes because my, uh, my bag is zero-degree weather. And so, yeah, man, I was warm watching some horror movies <laughs> in my bag, got a little sleepy, called it a night. I woke up in the middle of the night freezing my fucking feet because the, the tent I took was a real tiny one, so my feet were touching <laughs> the tent. And it just got me cold, and I was like, "Fuck!" So I, yeah, I was I was freezing at night. It was uh in the it was in the low twenties that night, the first night. Holy shit! It did it feel like it. That night, Super Dick showed up like after midnight. Next day, him and I hung out. Uh, my brother in law Evan and his roommate they showed up about one p.m. The next day on Friday. So Friday night, uh, you know, I took a couple practice hikes, not nothing, not a big deal. Just went to the trailhead, looked around. But that night, Friday night, we went to bed at 7.30. It got dark at 7. In bed by 7.30, up by 12.30. Had our sub some breakfast, tried to take a shit, wasn't it successful. We were at the trailhead, starting the hike at 2.25 a.m. And it was fucking cold. <laughs> we had our headlamps on, just going along, trucking along. And it was pretty cool because most people start like at 3 a.m. So we had a line behind us. When we're up in the mountain, you look behind you and it's pitch black. But you see like 50 fucking lights in the background along the trail. It's pretty crazy to see. And then you look up the trail ahead and you see where people are walking in front of you. And uh, there's just little glowing lights. So let's just fast forward to like three and a half hours later into this hike. First of all, before that, the first two miles, my legs feel like they're not working the correct way. Like my muscles are so fucking cold in my legs that it just feels like um like they're working in slow motion. I'm not walking in slow motion, you know, I'm walking normal pace, but uh it just feels like my legs are already fucking sore. Which was not good for me because I was like, God damn it. It's only been like less than two miles. I still got twenty more miles to go. You know? So about three and a half hours into it, it's so fucking cold. We would take little breaks here and there. And you would start freezing your ass, dude. Because I'm telling you, it's in the 20s. And so you're, you're fucking literally freezing. If you didn't know that, 32 degrees is technically freezing. This has been your science report. And I'm your host, Dr. James. Oh my God, James. Why are you condescending to everyone? Everyone knows 32 degrees is freezing point, James. It's fucking elementary school stuff, James. Yeah, all right. You're right. So uh, we after like well, three and a half hours into it, we've been walking in the dark. It's still pitch black. It's about 530 in the morning. We're stopping to take a break. And uh, I'm really sweaty. 
Super Dick is also sweaty. We made this fatal error that we were wearing too many shirts underneath, too many layers. Uh, I, I spoke to this guy, you know, in REI, and he didn't really give me too much information about layers. And, you know, I did look it up and it said a three-layer system is the best to wear, you know, one layer and then uh, an outer shell and then a hard shell in case it rains. But I'm like, that doesn't seem like it's enough. Seems like I'm going to be cold still. So I had on like an extra under layer and then one more fucking uh, long sleeve shirt. Now, all this stuff was not cotton because that's the killer. Cotton will, will absorb moisture and will not dry off. So everything I'm wearing is moisture wicking materials, right? That didn't fucking matter. I'm still sweating my ass and I'm wearing this down jacket that I bought, and which I did return afterwards because I got it for free. I wanted being like, I use it for free because I, you know, when am I going to use that shit again? So it's pretty cool. But uh, it pretty much was insulating all my gear, making me even more cold. And so Super Dick decides to remove some of his shirts because he's just getting too sweaty. And he takes off his outer jacket, takes off a sweater, takes off uh, two of his shirts, puts them down on these rocks, puts a sweater back on. And in that time of putting his shirts down and putting his sweater back on, his shirts fucking froze. They were all crunchy and hard. <laughs> That's how fucking cold it was and how wet they were. They just got all crunchy. And like, you, I felt it. It was like, it was nuts, dude. And so my thing was, I just got to keep moving, just keep moving, keep moving. And uh, so we we're going along, going along, going along. It seems like it's going forever. Finally, the sun comes out. It's like, oh, shit, finally, finally. Like, I've never been so happy to see the sun. And then we, we're getting to uh, this thing called the 99 switchbacks. So we already made it to base camp, which is six miles in, which means we got five miles to go to get to the very top. So we're climbing the switchbacks taking breaks because the air is getting thinner and thinner and you know it's so cold you're starting to really feel it plus i had like um i brought one of those things that look like a you know covers your face when you get cold like if you're going skiing and shit like that so i'd cover my face but if you're hiking it's uh it's hard to breathe so i kept having it to take it down and my face would get freezing i put it back up it was just like a non-stop thing and so uh to switch backs we we started taking more breaks because super dick was not looking good he was starting to get hit pretty hard by altitude sickness uh, I never had any problem with altitude sickness the whole fucking hike. Um, it was just super hard to breathe because the air gets thinner and thither, thinner as you go up. So at these 99 switchbacks, we're freezing, we're taking breaks. And, you know, like I'm telling the guys, like, yeah, I read you should force yourself to eat. So even if you're not hungry, just eat something because it could be the uh, sickness fucking with your head. Um, so, yeah, you got to have the energy because it's going to hurt you if you don't. So we take a break. We'd be eating. We look down the fucking hill. The su- it's like, you know, it's uh, dawn. I look down the hill, the switchbacks, we're like, you know, halfway up. I see these two chicks walking up the switchbacks in fucking booty shorts, everybody. You heard me. Booty shorts. And I'm like, no fucking way. And I'm freezing my ass. And they're just walking up, no problem. And they wind up passing us. <laughs> oh my God, James, you got passed up by a bunch of girls. Yeah. We sure did. And I'm, and I told the guys, I'm like, because someone goes, dude, are they wearing fucking shorts? I go, man, they've got to be from like Alaska or some shit. They've got to be from somewhere cold, maybe Minnesota. And they're coming up and we're taking a break eating and they're walking up to us. And I just go, excuse me, I'm sorry, but how are you doing this? How are you wearing shorts right now? And the girl goes, 
I'm not even cold. Just my hands are cold. The other one's like, yes, same here. We just keep, we just keep going. We're not stopping. It's like, fuck, dude. And then I go, where are you from? LA area. I was like, oh shit. (laughs) What a couple of pussies we are. (laughs) Yeah, so they passed us, left us in their dust. Uh, Anyway, we keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. It just never feels like it's ending, dude. It takes us fucking nine hours where we finally get to the top. And I got to tell you, man, two out of four of us looked really fucking bad. Uh, Me and uh, this guy, Evan, my brother-in-law, he was totally fine. This guy says he felt no difference doing this hike than every other hike he's done. And that's, that's, that just goes to show you, man, like it, it could not affect you at all, or it could take you down. Now, Super Dick is a very athletic guy. Okay. He just, he just didn't do any, uh, hikes two months before we did it. And he didn't, he only went up a day before to get acclimated and it hit him pretty good. Evan, just fucking no problem. I mean, it was hard for me to breathe. This guy, no fucking problems. I had to keep stopping because I felt like I couldn't get enough oxygen to my brain. And, uh, you know, after like, you know, a few breaths, I would just go (gasps) and just open my lungs into full capacity so I can get as much air as I could. Because apparently at that altitude, it's like uh, there's 50% less oxygen. So think about that. So the the guy, I read this uh, little story. He said, pretty much picture yourself working, like working out and cov- plugging up one of your nostrils. And that's how, that's how it is to breathe. So I definitely felt the, the lack of oxygen up there, but I never got any altitude sickness. Um, Super Dick did get some altitude sickness and the other roommate guy, he was, it was even harder for him to breathe. And I felt pretty good about it because he's like six years younger than me and he's in the fuck, he's a veteran. He was in wars and shit. So I'm like, all right, I felt pretty good about myself. <laughs> Regardless. So we hung out at the top in all of its glory. It's fucking insane up there. It was bright, sunny, not a cloud in the sky. You can see for fucking miles. Got our selfies, put out our clothes on the rocks, clothes on the rocks, and they uh, they dried. We were up there for an hour. We ate. Um, they give you They give you bags to shit in, but I was really hoping I'd never have to use mine, and I didn't. Evan and his roommate wanted to do it just for the experience. <laughs> so as we're walking down from the from the summit, he he hides behind a rock and he just takes the shit in his bag. And uh, it was so funny because he he starts squatting, and he looks at me and smiles, and you just see his his head just vanish. And then he comes out like you know six seven minutes later. And he's like, "That was fucking amazing. They give you everything in this bag. It's got wipes and fucking uh, you know toilet paper and the whole thing. But you got to take it with you. You got to hold your bag of shit." Like you're, like when you're walking your dog, you got to put it like in your in your bag and have your shit with you. It's fucking crazy. And then the the roommate guy, the the veteran guy, he winds up having to take a shit on the way down the mountain, and he just does it like right on the trail. He goes, "Yeah, I don't think we saw anyone behind us for a while, so I'm just gonna go right now, just right out in the open." <laughs> He's like, "Just let me know if anyone comes." So yeah, we had to put our back to him and like you know be on the lookout. But yeah, he had no... Dude, there's no fucking way I could have done that. I can't even take a piss unless I'm fully guarded by like rocks or bushes. Some guys, man, 
manly men. They can just shit right in the middle of everything. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, so we went down the fucking mountain, and uh, we it took us five hours to get to the bottom. So a total of 15-hour trip total, 14 hours of hiking. Goddamn. But uh, at the end, um, you know, I, I really wasn't that tired at the end. My feet weren't that sore. They were a little sore, but um, and I felt pretty fucking good. I was surprised. So all that training really paid off. Uh, Super Dick was a fucking wreck. He looked like he was going to die. <laughs> and at that point, I realized, like, you know what? After we were done, we took a little photo at the, uh, at the Mount Whitney Trail sign. 22 miles, buddies. 22 miles. 14 hours. I was pretty fucking proud of myself. It is a major accomplishment. You guys should all be very proud of me. But after we were done, I was like, you know what? I'm not staying another night. It's just too fucking cold. I want to go home, take a shower, sleep in my own bed, fucking relax, have a drink. So I got back to the campground. Uh, oh, I didn't tell you. So we left at 2.25 a.m. We got done at like 5.20 p.m. Uh, went back down. I packed all my shit, all the camping shit. Got into my truck, was on the road at 6.30 and I made it home at 9.50. <laughs> Think about that, guys. That was my fucking day. In bed at 7.30 p.m., up at 12.30 a.m., hiking by 2.30 a.m., finished by 5.30 p.m., on the road by 6.30 p.m., home before 10 p.m. Woo! Pretty crazy adventure. Pretty fucking badass. Um, would I do it again? Absolutely. Would I do it again in October? Fuck no. Fuck no. I'll, I'd do it again if it was warm. It was too goddamn... I've never been so cold in my life. Freezing my ass, dude. At one point, we, we took a break uh, in the, when it was still dark. And I just sat... I just had to sit down and take a little break. And I was just shivering and just like in the fetal position but sitting straight up with my knees to my chest fucking freezing ah. let me see if i forgot anything i wrote some notes down uh eh. oh yeah there was a guy up at the top with the american flag and <laughs> the guys are all like hey man do you think we can borrow your flag he's like absolutely man let me take a picture of you he's like give me some cameras give him my camera another guy gave him his camera and, uh, you know, the veteran guy was holding the American flag. It was pretty fucking sick. Cool. We had a cool picture at the top. There's like a plaque up there. It talks about Mount Whitney. Pretty badass. And the guy was like, yeah, man, this... You can tell this guy was from Orange County. Yeah, man, this flag has been at the top of like 30 different summits, man. I was like, all right, on. And then we went to go take more photos. And I wanted to get... Because I got a photo at the top of uh, uh, Half Dome in Yosemite. And I'm sitting on this, they call it like the diving board. It's this rock that sticks out over the edge. And I'm sitting on the end of it. And so I wanted a similar photo here. And I, and I go, hey, Super Dick, take a photo of me real quick. And I give him my camera or my phone. And I go out to this rock. He's like, no, what are you, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? He's like, I'm not taking this photo. I don't, I don't feel comfortable with this. <laughs> totally bitching out on me. I'm like, Dick, just take the fucking photo. No, man. Uh, what if you fall? That doesn't look safe. And I go, dude. And I started like hopping on the rock. I'm like, look, it's totally stable. 
<laughs> Stop that, man. You're making me nervous. I'm like, come on, man. Real quick, just take the photo. The, like, the longer you argue with me, the longer I'm going to be sitting here. Just take it real fast. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so... uh yeah, basically, I I wasn't even sore the next the the couple of days after the hike. I'm very surprised. wasn't sore or anything. But the thing was, for the last uh, for a week or a week and a half after the hike, I guess my body was kind of traumatized from that elevation because of the altitude. Because I kept every once in a while, I would just take deep breaths for no reason. Like my body was just <laughs> traumatized from having to just get more oxygen. It's pretty weird, but uh, I'm good now, and I think I might. Uh, I th I was I said I was going to retire from hiking because I, I reached my goal, but I think I might do one more, one more uh, extreme hike, as Super Day calls it. I even invited him to do it, and he's like, "No, man, I'm done with this stuff. I, I like to enjoy these hikes." I'm like, "What are you talking about? You're not enjoying? You didn't enjoy? Yeah, but you know." I'm done with them. I like doing other stuff too, not just hiking. I was like, well, yeah, but I just got one more I want to do and it'd be cool if you came with me. Um, no, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> so the next one is called Cactus to the Clouds. You basically start in Palm Springs and you walk up to the top of Mount San Jacinto. So you're starting from fucking the bottom floor and you're hiking up to the top of the mountain. That's 10,800 feet of climbing. So just to give you a comparison, Mount Whitney is the tallest point in the U.S., except for Alaska. But you start out at 8,300 feet, and you go to 14.5. At this one, you start out at, you know, I don't know what Palm Springs elevation is, but you're climbing up to 10,800 feet. So you're pretty much climbing almost 10,800 feet if you are climbing the full thing. I don't know, I don't know if Palm Springs is zero, but uh, it's pretty crazy, and it's like 24 miles or some shit. But um. But you don't, I think uh, it's 20 something miles to go up there and then you go down to the tram and you take the tram down to the bottom. It's pretty hardcore. I guess people die doing this one because it's hot as fucking Palm Springs and they don't uh, plan for that. So the perfect time to go is October, November. And guess what it is right now, everybody? November 2nd. So I think I might do it. But uh, again, I haven't done anything since Whitney and that's been uh, three weeks ago. So it might fuck me, but you know. What are you going to do? All right. And that's my uplifting news. Your boy, Jamesy Poo, accomplished his mission of summoning Mount Whitney. Ah! It's fucking amazing. And the crazy thing is, there was supposed to be eight of us doing this. And then it went down to two, just me and Superdick. Everyone else dropped out. And then this guy, Evan, my brother-in-law and his roommate, they had passes for the next week. But uh, they just took over, you know, from the other guys that dropped out. They jumped in with us, so it worked out pretty well. That just goes to show you that shit like this, I mean, again, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toot my own horn here. It takes fucking commitment and dedication and persistence. I had this fucking goal, and I was going to do it, and I fucking did it, and I'm very proud of myself. And uh, yeah, dude, any, any one of you can do the same shit, you know? I even saw some... Uh, some big people doing it too. <laughs> so as long as you condition yourself, you can do anything you fucking want. Anything. You have no idea what you're capable of. Okay? You just got to put yourself in that situation and press on. 
and you too can reach great heights. Oh my god, James, stop preaching, you stupid asshole. All right, fine. Maybe you can't do it. Don't even try. All right, uh, speaking of outdoors and parks and all that kind of shit, uh, there's some news that national parks might increase their entrance fees to $70. That's right. Currently, it's like, you know, $35, $40, depending on which park you go to. It might be 30 to 40 bucks. I think I paid 40 bucks to get in Yellowstone, and I think I paid 25 or 30 to get into uh, Joshua Tree. So it depends, but there's a list of them that want to increase the rates to 70, but it's like most of the good ones. And uh, apparently it's because they want to provide much-needed maintenance to the parks. And, uh, you know, it seems like... And this is kind of weird because more people are going to the parks like the last couple of years. They've expected... Uh, they've uh, encountered way more visitor turnout than before in the in prior years. I don't know why, but um, I don't know. Is that what that means? You got to jack up your price? <laughs> or does that mean more people are, are ruining stuff? Or what? They got to like update it because it's getting more popular? I don't fucking know. But apparently they need more money to make repairs or maintenance and all this stuff. Um, so I'm on, I got two thoughts on this. One, why don't you take, why don't you cut money from other parts of the fucking government spending and just put a little more into the parks? Because what the fuck, dude? It's, you're, you're investing in yourself. <laughs> well, that's not like a fucking moron. I think it's important to to invest in the national parks, right? Make it uh, more accessible to people. Because I think Peterson had an argument. Like, why would you want to take away from, uh, you know, families with less money? Like, oh, you're going to detour people from going and everyone should be able to enjoy the national parks. And yes, I agree. Maybe they should even be free. Should the government pay all the money that they need? And maybe cut some funding elsewhere. Like, hey, how about from the military, everybody? Do we really need all these nuclear weapons? Let's just not make two nuclear bombs and instead use that money. Wasn't it like a nuclear bomb with like $50 million a fucking bomb? Or some crazy, ridiculous shit? Let me look that up. I'm curious to know the answer myself. All right. How much is one... U.S. nuclear bomb. Let's see what it says. Okay, I'm clicking on the first website, so uh, that should tell you that they're probably the most accurate, right? <laughs> Come on. $20 million each. Fuck. The plan calls for 3,000 of these new weapons at an estimated cost of $60 billion or $20 million each. However, it would likely be cheaper to renovate the B-61 than build one of these new weapons. So $60 billion probably underestimates the cost. Oh, God. Oh, look at this one. It's also modifying Trident submarine-based missiles, which initially cost about $100 million each. What the fuck, man? Do we need this many bombs? 
Well, we do in case someone tries to hurt us. We can shoot them. I get it. Fine. Whoever has the biggest gun wins the fight. But uh, just don't make one of them. That should be enough, right? Just one $20 million bomb. Isn't that good enough to uh, fix up the parks? <laughs> Shit, dude. Oh, God. Or my other school of thought on this. Jack up the prices because I want to go to national parks and not have so many people around. Yeah, I'll still pay 70 bucks and uh, enjoy way less crowds. How about that? <laughs> I don't fucking know. And now it's time for another edition of Stallone Stands alone. Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor. Some would even argue the greatest actor to ever grace the screen. One might wonder if Sylvester Stallone was cast in a movie as opposed to the actor that was actually in the movie. Would it have been better? Today we find out the answer to that very question. When we put Sylvester Stallone in 1978's Halloween, playing Donald Pleasant's character of Dr. Loomis. And here it goes. Hey, yo, like, I met him 15 years ago. I was told there was nothing left. Like, no reason, no conscience, like, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death of good or evil, right or wrong. I met this six-year-old child with his blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I spent like eight years trying to reach him and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. You know? Well, I for one think it's abundantly clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the character of Dr. Loomis. But alas, it was not meant to be. Thank you for joining us. There's been another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. All right, uh, in honor of Halloween, that was a Halloween edition of Stallone Stands Alone. Hope you appreciated that one. A lot of money came out of the budget for the rights to that movie, so don't take it for granted. All right, before I start closing the show out, I got a couple uh, little funny, I think they're funny anyway, little funny stories when it comes to being a father. Uh, so it seems like you can... Uh, <laughs> You, things can get twisted around. Reality can get kind of twisted around when you're a father where you might look like a bad guy, but you're trying to do good, okay? So things might backfire on you. Let me give you two examples when it comes to my son. Now, some of these are pretty old, but that's because I haven't done a show in a long time. But uh, here we go. So if one of them is we had a back-to-school night for my kids. Uh, so what, school starts in August? August, I think this was in September. And so we go to uh, the September open house 
And, you know, the kids have little projects and shit they did hanging up on the wall. And you're supposed to walk around, look at all the stuff they made. And, oh, look how cute. And there's photos and shit like that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, back to school, that was called? What I call it? Open house? One of the things. I don't know which one it is. Back to school night? So we had... Uh... <laughs> Maybe it was last year. I don't fucking know. Um... They had a bunch of shit they had hanging up on what they did. So one of them was like questions of, you know, what, when you're happy or when you smile or what makes you cry, shit like that. And so I'm looking at his and it looked so fucking bad because I look like a terrible father because it said, you know, what makes you happy? And it's like, oh, playing baseball. What makes you what makes you sad? And, you know. Blah, 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 whatever it was. And when it came to what makes you cry, it says, I cry when my daddy attacks me. <laughs> what the fuck? When I read that, I was like, what? What? What do they think about me? Now, what he's, what he's alluding to is when we play, like we wrestle, we wrestle and stuff and, and uh, roll around on the floor, Sometimes, you know, you're roughhousing. Sometimes he gets hurt and he, you know, he cries. But so that's what he, that was his example of when he cries. When my daddy attacks me. And I was like, oh my God. And I was so fucking embarrassed. Just, you know, I, we didn't hear anything from the cops or from the social services or nothing. I don't know if the teacher asked him any questions. Like, what did you mean by that? But, oh God, there it was in plain sight for everyone to see. And I felt like a fucking monster. Like part of me wanted to rip off that piece of paper and just <laughs> and just eat it or burn it. But it's like, all right, well, whatever. Fuck it. Fuck it. You'll let it go. Hopefully nothing comes about from that. But uh, the other thing, the other little story is, uh, I think when we're going to uh, taking a trip to Hawaii, I just wanted some more shorts. And I went to Burlington Coat Factory. And I had Jacob with me, my son, and uh, I I took like fucking I took like seven pairs of shorts in there to try on, and he's in there with me, and he's got a little kid voice, and he's you know daddy nah, 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 just nonstop talking, and there was this angry Asian lady outside of the she worked there outside of the dressing rooms, and first she yelled at me because I had a I had all the shorts hanging over the door. With, you know, the hangers were hanging on top of the door, the outside. And she goes, ah, sir, how many pieces of clothing do you have? And I go, uh, like seven. It says five maximum. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't notice. Okay, next time, only five. I'm like, all right. And then she's like, I don't know why the fuck she's hanging out in the men's changing area. Uh, I think it was just maybe. Yeah, it was just it was just for men. I don't know why she was working there. So then Jacob starts talking to me. And I hear her go, sir, is someone in there with you? And I didn't, I don't know if she was talking to me. I thought she was, but I wanted her to repeat herself because, you know, like, so yeah, I was thinking like, fuck you. And, I, and then she goes, sir, do you have a woman in there with you? Women are not allowed in the men's dressing rooms, sir. You cannot have a woman in there. She's screaming. I'm like, I'm like, no, it's my son. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. And then he looks at me like, Daddy, does she think I'm a girl? I'm like, yeah, you sound like a girl. God damn, it was so fucking funny. I don't know if you had to be there or not. 
Yeah, I, I'm not very happy that I shared that, but I'll still, I won't cut it out. All right, let's start closing it out, everybody, with a little something I like to call, I Fancy That. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's, I Fancy That. Fancy That. All right, fancy times, everybody. So I fancy that is a segment in which uh, I talk about something that strikes my fancy, something that makes me happy, something positive to end the show with. Isn't that nice? A lot of negative stuff in the world. It's good to reflect back on something nice. All right, so this one has to do with, uh, I went on a hike with my buddy from work. His name is Jose. And uh, I drove to his place, and then he drove up to, he lives in Rancho, and then he drove us up to one of these mountains we did, San Bernardino Peak. And so we came back to his place, and I noticed there was a fucking screw in my tire. I was like, oh, no. Right in the driver's side. And it didn't seem like it was... I mean, it was like it was in the top of the tire. So, But I was like, all right, well. And I tell him, like, oh, I got a fucking screw in my tire. He goes, well, just... He's like, man, you better go to a tire place on the way home. And I was like, yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> so I drove it home and nothing happened. And the next day I went to work. I was like, yeah, I got to stop by the tire place after work. And then, you know, the next day I would drove to work again. I, was just, I kept putting it off because it didn't seem to be affecting me at all. And then like the next day, the fucking light was on, the pressure light. I was like, oh, fuck. So I go to work anyway, and I'm just praying that it's going to be cool. And then uh, I get to work, and I was like, all right, well, tire looks good still. Get back in the truck after work, and I drive immediately to the tire place. I went to America's Tire. Now, here's what I fancy. You take it to America's Tires, and they will fix all this shit for free. That's right. They will fix everything. Any like little, if they can, if it's on the if it's on the side of the tire, then they can't be repaired. Well, they won't. But if it's in the treads and they can repair it, they will free of charge. I was like, oh my god! And I I realized that before we went there for another reason. And they're like, oh yeah, if you ever get, if you ever have a flat or this and that, we'll repair it for you, free of charge. I'm like, what's the catch? No catch. We just want to um, uh, you know, give good customer service. So later on, if you need us, you'll remember that and you'll come back. It's like, all right. So yeah, man, I went there. So the guy comes out and I tell him that there's a screw in my tire and that my pressure light's on. And he goes, oh, you sure it's because of the screw? It's not because you just need air? And I'm thinking like, yes, dickhead. That's why. I just happen to have a screw in my tire and I just coincidentally, I need air in my tires. I was like, uh, no, nah, I don't think that's what it is. All right, well, check it out. So he fucking checks the, the driver's side tire with the screw in it. And the pressure is totally fine. He goes, yeah, it's pretty fine. It's, all, it's okay. It's normal. Uh, are you sure you just don't need air in your other tires? And I'm just like, well, I don't think so. I mean, the light came on after I saw the screw. Well, I'll just go check the rest of them, okay? And he goes to the, the passenger front tire. That's oh, totally fine. It's like, fuck, what the? What the f and he goes to the rear passenger tire. Oh, this one's really low. I was like, ah, I had another fucking screw in that tire. Ah. And so I'm just thinking like, oh, please, it'd be repairable, please. And yep, the screw is in the same fucking type of area in the treads and they... Took my truck in. I sat there for like 20 minutes. They called me up. Good to go. All set. Free of charge. Yeah! It's fucking fantastic. Where can you get anything done for free these days? But the funny thing is I gave him my wife's phone number because she bought tires from there. So 
I don't know if uh, you get certain discounts or some shit. So when uh, I go outside, I was like, yeah, that's my truck. He goes, oh, are you Natalie? I'm thinking, yes, dickhead, I'm Natalie. And so, <laughs> and I just went, yeah, that's me. And he starts smiling. I'm like, no, it's my wife. All right, have a good one. So yeah, man, I was after work, fucking bada bing, bada boom, in and out. All for the price of nothing. So, free services for tire repair. I fancy that! All right, and now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the legendary fuck you moment. And here we go. Fuck you! All right, all right. This is the fuck you moment. I can't end on a positive note. You should know that. So, I'm going to end in a dark, twisted, fucking angry moment where I whine, complain, bitch, scream, <laughs> cry, jump up and down, and then bitch some more. All right, the fuck you moment. This is where I talk about something that really annoys me, really chaps my ass, really grinds my gears. All right, James, we get it. Jeez. All right. Fuck you moment. Uh, let's see. I have two for this, uh, this segment. The first one is, I want to say fuck you. To people that change the tempos of songs when they sing them live. It really annoys me. Okay? Now, for one, let's just uh, throw it out there. You want to see a band, right? You don't want to hear them change the fucking song unless they change it way better, which is never the case. But I hate when people change like the, the tempo of the way they're singing it. You know, like, they, like Zeppelin did that shit a lot. Live versions. You know, like, let's see, that was a good example. I should have probably thought of one before I started recording this one. Um, like, there's a lady who sure all that glitters is gold. But then they go, there's a lady who sure all that glitters is gold. It's like, dick, sing it the way you fucking did it on the goddamn, why, how everyone likes it, okay? Just do it that way, dickheads. But the one that really gets me, is uh, this guy Brad Paisley. He sang the uh, national anthem in the World Series. And he was playing his guitar. And he fucking, like, the whole thing was all different. It's like, just sing it the way the song is, you son of a bitch. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> oh, say, does that star spangled banner All right. Oh boy, that was a that was a terrible one. But uh, it, it just bugs me. Don't try to make it your own. That's the fucking national anthem, right? Shouldn't it be? Uh, <laughs> is there nothing sacred anymore? Not that I'm some kind of like hardcore, you know, what's that word? Patriot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. All right, maybe, yeah, maybe I'm just like an old cranky fuck. So yeah, I don't know. Agree or disagree, it doesn't matter. Okay, forget the national anthem one then. Then uh, just <laughs> make it your own then. Make it your own unique butterfly song, okay? Do whatever you want to do, you fucking assholes. All right, so the next one is fuck you to my wife. Okay, as soon as she finds out I have a day off, like uh, today's my day off, it's Thursday because I have to work last Sunday. So I get I get rewarded with having a Thursday off. Oh, good for me. So as soon as she realizes that, oh yeah, 
you don't work Thursday. You can do A, B, C, D, E, and F. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> not so fast there, lady. I'm not doing a goddamn thing. But you don't work that day, and you can make it easy on me. You can help me with the kids. And blah, 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 blah. I was like, uh. But I don't want to. <laughs> so basically, I actually got to stop recording right now. Because, uh, well, as soon as I'm done, I got to run at the fucking door and go pick up my daughter. And can you, can you pick her up from school and take her to her cross-country race? And then you got to take her there at 140. And she gets off school at 110. You got to pick her up. Get there by 140. And then the race starts at 3. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. The race starts at 3. I got to get there at 140. Yeah, because I got to get there and get situated and get warmed up. And then I got to get the race at 3. And that's another. I'm like, oh, fuck. This is my day off. I don't want to have to do anything. Why are you always complaining and bitching when I ask you to do something? Why can't you just help? You know how I am. You know I'm going to bitch. It's what I do. Why are you so surprised after all this all this time and all these years of marriage? Oh, boy. Hearing myself out loud really uh, makes me acknowledge that I am a piece of shit. And um, I'm just no goddamn good. But All right. Here, here's my point. You've known me for so long. You know I'm going to bitch and complain and moan, but then I'm going to do it anyway. So just let me get it off my chest, and then I'll do it, okay? That's all you got to do is just go through, you know, a few minutes of bitching and moaning, and then I'll shut up, and then I'll do it. Is that so hard to ask? I mean, <laughs> who's the real victim here? <laughs> all right, that's going to do it. So... Fuck you to assholes that change songs when they're singing them. And then fuck you to my wife for giving me more honeydews. Honey, do this and do that. And then do this, 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 and that. All right, fuck you. Fuck you. All right. That's going to do it, boys and girls. I only got about five minutes to get my pants and shoes on and get out the door. And uh, it's been just swell. Uh, I appreciate you listening if you made it this far. And if you didn't, I totally get it. And if you didn't, then you're not listening to this anyway. So <laughs> what's the point? I mean, what is the point of anything, man? I mean, like, what is it really even worth, man? Is this like, what is life? Uh, anyway. All right. Thanks for listening. I will probably get back to you uh, in two more months because I've been so busy. I've even been trying to get a hold of these fuckheads for sticks and stones, but uh, everyone's always got something to do. You know, should we really be complaining, though? You know, we're, the, only, the only people that are being hurt by this is, is our immense number of fans because we are denying them entertainment, free entertainment at that. Uh, okay, so that's going to be it. Hey, you know what? Speaking of that, if you want to get a hold of me, thedangerhour at yahoo.com. Any information you want to send me. Oh, fuck. Someone did send me something. I was supposed to talk about it. I totally forgot. Uh, well, you know, send me something anyway. TheDangerHour at Yahoo.com. You got some song suggestions? I'll listen. You got some movie suggestions? Hey, I'll watch them. Recipes? I'll make them. Uh, a, a beer? I'll try it. Nude photos of your mom? I'll look at them. As long as they're tastefully done. I will still look at them. <laughs> Who am I kidding? All right, uh, that's going to do it. And until next time, as always, stay dangerous, my friends. <laughs> Later.